That didn't sound all that. Uh, all that. Do you want headphones? You like right. the headphones, right? Yeah, but I think I'm okay. We'll try it without the headphones in this uh, in this environment. All right, it's up to you. I think it's fine. I have some right here. Nah, I think I'm good. Shoes Let me try it without it. See. We'll see what happens. I want you to be comfortable. I appreciate that. Don't think I'm. I don't. Well, I'm not sure the headphones are really work. <laughs> Okay, I want the headphones. <laughs> Your comfort <laughs> might be disregarded. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be better with this. Yeah, we don't have that. I wonder why they're not working. They're probably gonna click in, and then it'll be like a thousand. Bla- yeah, exactly. Um, let's go with no There you go. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, grab your beverage. I got that. Right there. I'm going to continue my... Is it, so, all right, so it's happening. We're on? Let's say that we are. All I'm right. I'm going to continue my uh, tradition of... <laughs> snacking? Snacking and having maybe <laughs> a, a nice beverage. That's nice. Thing. This is nice. Maybe we'll have people... <laughs> let's, uh, maybe we'll have people... You know, the people who write to people, us... Sure. And, and Twitter us and stuff. Oh, we got them. Let's... Maybe what maybe what I will do is maybe not say what I'm snacking on. And the people, if they figure it out, can email us what you were eating. We can send them a prize package. Prize. That's right, prize. That's package. not bad. Yeah. All right, I'm up for that. Uh-huh. That's coming out of your end, though. Wait a minute. You heard me. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have like an overhead budget. We'll for that. we'll that? <laughs> we'll get it out of so petty cash. Funny. Is there still such a thing as petty cash, so. by the way? I, I hope so, too. The term slush fund. I think it's a good one. Recording me. Hang on. One, two. Oh, boy. What the? You're out. This is... How about now? How about now? But now? Do you think it's going? I don't think so. Huh. I mean, I think... I'm not optimistic about this. Should we... Well, let's start Let over. Try. Let me try this. One, two, one, two. It was... And now it's not. I've been away, and now I'm back. I like that. I like that. Yeah, one, two. Oh, so now I'm on. I think we had some faulty cabling here. Uh-huh. Poor craftsman, you know. Let me try this again. One, two. Now I think it's happening. So did you, like, so was it picked up before possibly on this microphone? And you're just you might have like, gotten a little bit. All right, we'll find out. If it out. was, even if it's very faint, we're using it. We're, well, we'll overdub it, you know, in the extensive mixing. We use everything. Of the podcast. We had that one a couple episodes ago that really sounded bad. Something went wrong <laughs> yeah. with that crappy, that convoluted setup they yeah, have yeah, at, yeah. Exactly. at our, my beloved host's uh, and, uh, place. But, you know, whatever. I don't know. We released it. I, we didn't get a lot of complaining emails, did we? That's true. That's our. That'll be our metal machine music record in mm. our overall. Yeah, I like that. Um, our four thirty-three. Is that what it is? Four is that what it thirty-three. Is? Philip Glass. Is it the Tell, silence? I think a, it's oh, there, is it Philip Glass or like John Cage? Oh, maybe it's. John I don't Cage. think it's Philip Glass. Is there a difference? It, yes. Now we'll get some mail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tell you, we'll throw in for you. Know they call that? They call it clickbait. No, that's a good one. We'll throw in a little Glenn Branca just for fun. I hope so. Hello, and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Today is November 30th, 2017, and this is episode number eight. Right? Eight. Is that what we decided? You're all, you're all over it. I like it. 
This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say issues, I, of course, mean topics. topics. Exactly. By the way, so our theme music, uh, which I love, which for I thought was um, came from uh, your recent release, all screwed up in England, but I'm completely wrong. No, you're right. The oh, ending right. music, it the ending the music thing. is the end. The oh, end right. theme is uh, the end theme is the okay. beginning's not. The beginning's not. That's why I thought I had heard it. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, you're right. And then I started listening to the podcast. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not right. I should probably listen to the end then. Mm-hmm. Um, can I make a, a suggestion then? Please. A little teaser for our listeners, so they have to go all the way to the end. Oh, well, that just they can just kind of fast forward, can't you? I think so. Thing, yeah. But, but can we play the? Uh, can you add the uh, all screwed up in England uh, to the end of the uh, this podcast? Like the whole song? Yeah. Why not? If I remember to, I will. All right, I'll try to I'll remind chance, you at the next meeting. meeting. Yeah, <laughs> our production meeting. By the way, great. Uh, I I will we'll tell that story. Uh, well, we can tell that story now. We have time. Are you yeah. going? Do you have an I appointment? Got, I got nowhere you, to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, but Which but story. So you sent out an email. Yeah. That here's a little nugget, a little gem, a little something from the files. We we'll call a, it a hit. A hit. Oh yeah. well, because you're the hit maker for a song called all screwed up in england right and recorded 1980 well, we written in 1983 that recording is new that oh it is yeah i was doing a little material there so the recording ah, okay i recreated the but i recorded i made the recording pretty faithful to the original recording which was from 1983 ish so you were in high school. high school, yeah. Yeah. How about that? One of the first songs that BA and I wrote together, um, among other hits we've written together. Oh, um, sure. But uh, yeah, so we had. It was like that was like the original song that was like our hit, right in high school. And Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> we. People can't see my air quotes right there. But so, oh, the, oh, I think they, they can I tell. I think they can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So, the moment you said hit. Right. Both, exactly. Our listener was going, oh, I'm sure they're air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When I, right. If it's coming out of my mouth, it's the word hit. I, I, and I say that lovingly. Quotes, I understand. You know that. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. I, I can take the straight talk. <laughs> so uh, we, um, yeah, so we had, and I've always liked the song and... Um, we did a recording of it with uh, my man Victor Salazar sure. and me and Bish in college, and then I don't know. I was I was like, maybe I'm just gonna try that. I feel like that's still a pretty good song. Maybe we'll try to remake it, but not try to do something so different. Just kind of make like a, a slightly better version in the vein that we did it back then, because like, so it has kind of a. Part of the, I think the sound is part of the thing, right? That kind of new wavy, simple. Absolutely. So when you say make the sound better, because your playing is better, or just the, the sonics and the technology both, a are a little crisper. A little or, I could play. Okay. I could play a little more in tune. Um, <laughs> okay, a little more. The mix could be a little. Some of the individual sounds and in the recordings could be better. The performance could be a little more steady. So, so that was really the idea when that was first recorded, like yeah. straight. Like, how was it recorded? Uh, we did record it straight to a boombox, to a cassette boombox. We set up, like, two or three mics or something, maybe even four. I don't know. We set up several mics in a room, 
somewhere between let's say two and four. Like in a in my like basement. someone's I was gonna say someone's house, someone's yeah. basement. Okay. Basement. And then we ran those mics through excuse me, a small, relatively simple mixing board, and then straight out into a boom box where you pushed play and record at the same time on the top of the boom box and it recorded really? it onto a cassette. And then we would make dubs of that cassette from the quote unquote master cassette. Like on your TAC yeah, 270. Right, your two, right. Somebody beach had like record. a double cassette player. Yeah. And it was like a huge Ooh, deal. Was it right? the kind where when it went to be like it, it would pop out, turn around itself, and oh, go back I don't in? Think it did that. Those are fancy. I yeah. remember no, seeing he didn't I, have I don't that. know if I had I don't think I had one of those. But I think I had a double right. cassette deck, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's how we did it then. And okay. then we did it in college. We went to somebody who had a nicer basement somewhere in some suburb of Chicago yeah. and was running a, you know, semi-pro recording studio out of their out of their basement. We went there and uh what recorded and it was like it was like it had you know it was like an eight track studio. So instead of recording live to a boombox, <clears throat> you could do a couple overdubs. Right, but and it, it sounded so- better. But it's to real, essentially to real to real. Tape. Exactly, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And then you could make some cassettes off that real to real tape. So that's what we had then. And so, okay, when was the last time? Because I don't think I've ever heard you play it. No, we've live, never, right? Uh, we haven't played it since 1986 when Beach and Victor and I played it. Had you like kind of forgotten about it then? Uh, somewhat. Kind of, I mean, it would okay. come up like you know amongst our the. Like guys were in the band, in right? You would make a joke England about, right, yeah, right. You would you would reference it once in a while, right? Or, but no, I mean, I hadn't played it a gig. I mean, it's not. It's also it's kind of like a very, um, you know, the sound of the band is part of the thing. So it's not exactly the kind of song you would sit around and like play on the couch or play it in acoustic gig necessarily. Absolutely, Just right? Because and, and 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 the key with a lot of those sort of new wave songs yeah. of that time is that. Like very sort of stark, I guess, guitar yes, sound. Right, exactly. And that that and and the, the right. uh, synth, right, kind of thing. I mean, it's like it, it absolutely classic. And it, right, it doesn't translate right. into. What's funny is at the oh, I didn't really yeah, think it's, about it's it. It's different than if it yeah. were translated to just you playing an acoustic. Right. What's interesting to me about that one is that oh, at the time that um, I think at the time we made it, like it was it. How can I say this? It's. The sort of influence of the of the music of the times when it was written and first recorded is very apparent to me now, but was completely unapparent to me at the time. Like it just seemed like this is the well. I'll have a part. I wasn't thinking to myself, I'm going to do a very all current part here, right? I'm right, going to do I a heard very, this on a soft cell record. Therefore. It was just like this is a part I thought of that, and it obviously came out of things that you were hearing at that time, but. Whereas there's other times where you make a deliberate stylistic choice and you're like, I'm going to go for a Philly soul thing here, right, or I'm right. going to go for a, a punky thing, right? When I did the theme from Hot Dogs, right? I was like, here's some music that Dougie likes. I'm going to do something yeah. that's, you know, I'm going to take the vocabulary of those styles right, and use them. And now when I listen back to this thing, it wasn't really until maybe I was writing that email that I was like... It's to- it's so new wave with that oh. little simple synth part oh, and the absolutely. guitar, like the you know. It's like every record I bought in nineteen eighty two, right? Which so it was awesome, right? Which I didn't yeah. really, you know, I didn't really 
put together at the time because you just it was you know just what you were doing well added to the uh to the end of the uh the podcast because now i mean people are on the edge of their seat listen don't fast forward we got way more until we we get there so i thought about well not way more but you know remaking it and i wasn't sure if i was going to go through with it and um probably like two years ago I was somewhere with the librarian and we were on vacation and I keep a playlist on my device of work in progress. Okay. So that's the way I reference like, um, and sort of edit or, or proofread mixes as I listen to them in the car. I mean, I listen to them when I walk around on headphones, but sure. the car is kind of like the place where I decide if a mix is happening or what it needs. And I had a couple other things on there. And then that one started up and I was going to turn it off because I'm like, I don't know. It's like a little self-conscious about the song or something. And she's like, what's this? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you what it is right away. Because right? <laughs> then she'll make fun of me or whatever, you know. Well, like, more fun of you. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of degree. So it's, then, it's just like there's enough lighter fluid yeah. in the grill. Right. Here's like, do we need really mm-hmm. another squirt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's fun sometimes to spray the extra on there. No, watch no it doubt. Really. Sure. Absolutely. So... Um, so I, I let it play for a little bit and she's like, what is it? Who is that singing? What is this? And I told her and then she's like, play that one again, which is literally the only time she's ever said that to me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever, so have you come across a song like that from whether that time or like over 20 years that you've never just have you like the song. There's something about it, but you've never been happy with either the tempo, the mix, the production, whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, let me try it this way. Honestly, and boom! I love this song. Well, honestly, the first half of that clause, I think, is every song I've ever recorded. <laughs> okay, sure, maybe. Maybe in recent years, there's one or two where I'm like, I got it. I got yeah. it. I got, not that I, not that it's the best thing ever or whatever, but like for what it meant to be, like I, I, it was realized. It was properly realized. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, everything else, no. And in fact, that's one of the reasons why I did this one. And I have some other songs that I'm going back and re-recording because I'm like, that's a good song, like composition-wise and stuff. Right. But it is... Hampered by either the technology we had access to at the time, my performance at the time, the arrangement choices, it would be better to, you know, yeah. ugh, I wish we'd, we hadn't done this. Or So I'm actually reworking, not that anybody in the outside world will care, but for me, right. what, I would, yeah, what yeah. I would like to have is a set of the songs that I think are, are the best songs. I would like to have a set of recordings of those for which I don't feel the need to make a disclaimer or that are sort of like less wince worthy for me. Like if I was going to play them for somebody, I could just hand them to them and be like, these are these songs. Right. Now, you may not like these songs. You may think they're terrible. You may think that the song's bad or you just don't like it or that I'm bad or that the performance is bad. But I won't. But then that's because you don't like it. It's not because I think the... Or the, it's the right recording is up right, to par. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. 
So that's kind of the thing. It's like then then I'm comfortable with people liking or not liking it. Right. Um, so I'm I'm doing that with a bunch of with a bunch of stuff right now. Sweet. Actually. Very cool. Well, I was very so not that not that I don't enjoy Understood. all the other records, but it was like it, I like the story and that's uh, oh, good. And it's like whoa, and it's funny to hear like a song from then because I did not know you then. Right. Uh, in some ways, you know, it's absolutely a hit maker song, but it's a very different and a song I've never heard before. Right, like that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. You know, a lot. Like, when I hear you play, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, some covers or, yeah. or a lot of the songs, right. you know, you've done before. And certainly some of the um, at, at the Christmas show, which is coming up. It is. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about or that Or it's at already the happened, end. depending or on when you're listening to this. You listen to this. Or next year. Or it's coming up or again. Or it's coming up. Exactly right. The 2019 show. Um, yeah. That a lot of the, like, when you've brought uh, guys that you've played with over the years. Yeah. Covers sure tend to be. I mean, there hasn't yes. been there haven't been that many original songs that right. I. That's usually because we don't have enough time to like work up a bunch of. Original sure, sure, songs. sure. Yeah, it's easier to just be like everybody kind of knows that song. Let's play that one exactly. And you're also playing to of course a particular a party. crowd right. and it's a party. Yeah, exactly. But so so it was great to uh, well, it was good. great to hear. It's yeah, good. Yeah, there you go. I think it's pretty. Yeah. It's funny. It's. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's right up my alley. Yes, right. Like I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, this is." You know, I would buy this record <laughs> right. if I heard this on the radio. If I if this was on WLIR, mm-hmm. I would, you know, vote for Screamer of the Week. Amen. This would be the song. Yeah, the lyrics are hysterical. It's uh, funny. Uh, Ba's delivery, but it's pretty great. Part of it's knowing him. Yes, of course, absolutely, and uh, his delivery. But it's still. It's a, it's terrific. Yeah, cool, good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. I like it too. I, and his delivery is great. It is one of those things where, like, like he's a person where, if he'll, uh, like, I'll start because I know him and his right. stuff. Like when he, he can just start. So we, you know, like I'm gonna, uh, I have a punchline for this week's joke. Okay, thing. oh, good. But okay, his. Yeah. Um, this this whole first is just teasers yeah. for the. the don't know where all this show's worth listening to. His. Uh, when he starts to set up a joke, I start laughing right away. It doesn't even matter if the joke's going to be funny or not. Like just the way, the fact that he is setting up, going to tell me a joke, right? And the way he tells them to me is so funny. Like he'll, we'll be sitting and he'll be like, "So you know, there was an elephant," and I just start so laughing. It's I just start there laughing. are certain. I'm like great comedians and funny people he's, that you should that's that's part of the uh he's a wizard the with that deal. And, and, so, and it's actually the, the actual joke does almost right. doesn't matter so it's right. in, you know it's hard for me you know it's true of right stuff you work on that's your own or whatever but i mean it's hard to kind of separate out but i've learned kind of over time to be a better editor of stuff but that one i really like and it is funny it's interesting to me um not to get too like you know David Remnick talking to Bruce Springsteen or something like that, but like it's funny to me to think about like that it's like there were like two fifteen year old kids that wrote that. Well, you know, right. with the other guys in the band sure. too, but, but you know, yeah, exactly. That you, it started with me and him just sitting around. You know, do you think your playing, like actual guitar playing, has gotten better? Oh, from well, I mean, at that point, I'd been playing like a year, so right. yes, absolutely. Do you, and but, are, there, are there things like let's say uh so 
in uh, general. Can we say how old you are on yeah. the airwaves? Yeah. So, so I'm 73. He's, you look fantastic. I look good, I right? You do look good. Not a day over 72. That's right. Um, so let's say when you were in, so you're you're past 50. Yeah, I'm now. exactly 50. Well, past, well yeah, okay, yeah, 50 exactly, and, yeah, exactly. and a third. Uh, are there things with the guitar that you can't do anymore that you could do when you were 32? Yeah, because that yeah, that's a good question. Yes. Uh because I don't spend as much time wood shedding as I did in at one point in my life. Like I there's a point in my life where I spent a uh, a decent amount of time each day like playing scales with a metronome. Okay. And my my time was better and my I could play certain things that were um and it's more, just like more complicated more, than what if I grabbed the guitar right now, right. it would take me a little while to get back to being able to to do that. So if I'm not there, I'm rustier. I'm out of shape. Okay. It's like being out of shape. Sure, that's what I was gonna say because right? it is muscle and muscle just, memory. And you're just and, not doing it enough, and so forth. Okay. Um, so I'm worse in some ways um, empirically than I was. I'm also, I think, probably, hopefully, I mean, but I think better. Like, you know, part of it is. Um, Developing a more nuanced approach, dynamics, just being more musical, right? And making different choices about what to play and when to play and when not to play. Sure. And, you and what this, you've heard over the last yeah. probably 40 years as well. And what, what you've, you've tried and what you've tried right. and like realized like, oh, that's not working. And you develop, and you develop I think um, everybody kind of develops their, what works for them, right? You kind of develop your own. I mean, some people have more distinctive style than others right. and more recognizable or whatever. But to some extent, everybody's developing their own, sure. right? Because you're figuring out what to what to use and what not to use. And you reuse certain things and stuff. And all that in the aggregate becomes I assume your like any style. Art, any art form, whether you're painting or oh, yeah, whether yeah. you're... Yeah, right. that makes sense. I mean, even I think, that, you know, right. Even, uh, you know, probably pitching a baseball, you can talk about those things in a similar way, right? Like right. You learn people have a pitch style. People as have, opposed it, to just throw really hard when right. you're people young. People have a style yeah. when they're playing basketball. Like this guy goes to his left and he likes yeah. to fade away and then jump shot or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. And sometimes you can't do that. So you figure out something else. That's right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, this what, is what I have written. Next? As always, we like to start things off, but I think we've already done that. But I think we should get to the Columbia Sports Update. We should. I'm it's looking forward one. to this. Well, the yeah, do you add the the music's intro playing music right now? Oh, it's playing now. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, hold on here. I got it from the, oh, yeah, your you do. friend. You, the I New love York that you Times. have it. Yeah, I love that you have the printed like the actual. <laughs> you didn't print it off the interweb. You have the pa- the newspaper. I do have the newspaper yeah. from the New York Times. Uh, Josh Wainwright. Had a career-high 13 catches for 127 yards and a touchdown, setting Columbia's single-season record for receiving yards, and the Lions finished at 8-2 and two in one of the most successful seasons in program history with a 24-6 victory at home over Brown. Listen, 8-2 and two is eight very and two. good, no matter how you slice this, it. This is what I'm saying. They finished second in the Ivy Leagues. Yeah. This I did print out. I printed out the standings. Right. Uh, they did whom? lose to Harvard and Yale. Wait, so who was number one in the... Freaking Yale. Screw That's going to be the worst. They're the worst. Uh, they finished one game ahead. Okay. Uh, Columbia tied with Dartmouth, but they beat Dartmouth. So second in the Ivy League. That's great. That was great Yale year. wasn't 82. undefeated, were they? They were, were they 9-1? They, they were 9-1, and, okay. and I don't know who Who'd they lost in? to. Okay. But they lost to someone, yeah. which I'm, I'm happy about. 
Right. Um, yeah, five and two in the Ivy League. That's great. It's quite the successful season. That's Significantly really more victories this season than, like, I think in the six years I lived up near the campus. Do you? I wonder what the average attendance is. Oh, that's an interesting question. So when I was there, I where's the stadium? Like, what's the stadium the like? Is it like in an urban situation? See, well. It, I'll tell you what it was like in 1983. Yeah, that's what I want to know. That's is, what I really want to know. So it was at the top of the island, the northern end of Manhattan Island, okay. right at the Harlem River, sort of where the Hudson and the East River kind of connect. I don't understand New York geography, the, but I, I kind of get it. Sure. So it's an island, and there's there's, there's a, a north end and a south there's end. There's a north end, and it was at the north end. So you go past the cloisters, mm. you would take the number one train to the end of the line, and then you'd walk a little bit. At that time... I think when I was a freshman, so like 1980, okay. 81, it was Baker Field. And at that time, it was the oldest wood stadium that was still in use. Okay. And I use the phrase still in use very loosely because I would say three quarters of it was condemned. Like you could only sit. Oh, they in, literally had it. Okay. Oh, yeah. You could only sit in a, in, in a small section of it. Okay. Because it was literally crumbling. It was not a problem because maybe 150 people would show up. Uh, I remember, I think it was a dollar. And so you, you paid and, and went in. And then they, then they started, they got money donated by Lawrence Ween. So they started, build, they tore it down. Okay. They start, and they played at the Meadowlands where the Jets and the Giants played sure. for a season. Okay. I never went to one of the games there. I wanted to. It was just one of those circumstances. I mean, that's a giant, yeah, no like a pun intended, giant 000, stadium. Yeah, 70,000 seats and it's maybe 100 people, which is why I wanted to go. It's pretty just, great. Yeah, it's right. yeah, absolutely. And then they built Ween Stadium. But at that time, when I was there, Did they, they go ahead. No. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. It does. Yeah, it's great. You could, everyone can make up their own bit. That's so, it's, yeah. Uh, we'll just it, pause the thing here. He only had enough money to build like a third of it. So basically, you had, so you had the field, and then the grandstand was just on one side. So you looked across okay. the field, and it was just That's it was cool, empty. Oh, it was right? awesome because it's a beautiful view of the Harlem River, yeah. and then you know, uh, is the Harlem River Jersey beautiful there, the or is it gross? Uh, you know, when you're up there, if you're not really close to it, yeah. it's a river, okay. so it looks like oh, it looks like a water. You know, it's not I get like it. smoke coming sure, out right. or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah. It was, and especially if you look at like Manhattan. trees around there and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Looks so nice. view of there, I mean, that was, as, you know, that was Right, you're like in the great Amazon, outdoors. basically, at oh, that absolutely. point. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It was right. awesome. So, yeah, so it was uh, it was nice going up there for stadiums. And I think the boathouse was up there. So the crew team hmm. uh, uh, practiced up there. As oh, that sounds pretty good. Up there. So, yeah, so it was fun, you know, going to uh, uh, games. Uh, notorious. They were very famous for their band. Um, who was wasn't allowed into a couple other stadiums because they would make fun of the other school and stuff. It had, uh, you know, uh, they would run not sure. really information, just run and right. form like a C. For that's as complex as it got. That's, and it's like whatever instrument you wanted to play, I think you were allowed to be in the band. Right. So they had like, I know they had someone with an electric guitar, someone carrying the amp, and just a huge extension cord. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was great. I like it that. was a great time. But yeah, but so when I was there, I mean, they were notoriously horrible sure. but yeah eight and two mm-hmm. this is the year same number of losses you know same record as the ohio state 
is that's how I read them. You play who's on your schedule. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Yeah. You know, a game behind Alabama, Let's I say. Roll Tide. I, you know, it, to me, it also makes them bowl eligible, although I don't think they'll be in a bowl. Well, I think, isn't that, I mean, that stuff's all about the alumni base and the money, right? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. So I think next time we'll be, that's it for the football season. Next time. What are we into? Badminton? We're going to be into, <laughs> we could be, uh, definitely basketball. They're off to a sluggish start. I think they're like one in five right now. Okay. That could be a, you know, we'll see what happens. Okay. You know, you never know. So, so yeah. already more losses than the football team, but they also play a few extra games. Yeah. Um, and then after the Columbia Sports Update, we always follow with the Jewish joke of the show, punchline mm-hmm. only. I believe it's your turn. You uh, expressed an interest. I am interested. All right. Let's see, if I, can, let's see if I can get this right. That's okay. I'll just sit in the dark. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> that's a good one. Right? I know the joke. It's a good one. Thank you very much. I love it. Yep, you're welcome. Yeah, so, ready to talk about something? I got one topic today. I'm interested. Here's, and we talked about this briefly, this is post, a week post Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. and we each had very similar uh, Thanksgiving experiences. Mm -hmm. We'll leave it at that, just in case by some miracle a family member of ours listens to this. Right. I don't want to get that extra layer. We're more likely to get hit by an asteroid, but okay. (laughs) It's true, but... You never know. By, you never know. Purely you by never accident. Know. Sure. You know, the, the universe is a funny thing. It is. Yes. Here's so, so, here is one aspect of, of this thing. Yep. This concept now, and I understand I'm going to sound like an old guy. Mm-hmm. I get it. This concept of having to take a photo of everything where life stops constantly there's no more flow anymore Mm -hmm. because you have to take a photo of it and part of that being that one everybody has a camera with them now Mm -hmm. because everyone has their phone sure and that you somehow are feel obligated one to document everything is 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 baffling to me and there's no the this idea that you can't that that life just sort of doesn't have this kind of progression this kind of flow anymore this kind of you i I think one of the things that's lost is kind of delving into a topic or delving into a relationship because people are constantly stopping let me get a photo of that can you do that again i need a photo of that hold on don't eat that let me get a photo of that Uh uh-huh and i and it's like couple things one when are you looking at these photos two i can answer that but go ahead i guess you're posting sure these photos and i'm pretty sure at thanksgiving there were 14 billion pictures of a turkey right on thanksgiving it's like oh look they had mashed potatoes right it it is and if it's a thing and i think you lose if, if it's designed to spur memory Mm -hmm. that i truly don't understand because if your memory is so shot at that point showing you a photo of the thing is not going to help either like who the hell are those people i find it incredibly frustrating and a bit disconcerting is someone in the in the house should we be nervous about this okay i just want to make someone who lives here okay that's good i just 
make sure should yeah. I, you know, grab right. something right. of exactly. value yeah, and same. bolt out the back door. So that's so so I'm I, I find it. I mean, you see it at where it's also incredibly crazy are is like concerts or events yes. where people are watching shows that they're at. So that's through yeah. their iPhone. And it's just this weird distortion of like of the moment and of reality. That I think so I mean I guess I have a little less experience with people taking pictures of everything. Although I think for the most part, the reason when I do see people, t- I don't think people go back and look at them. They post them and then they look at for a day or two at the comments that other people made to see like what kind of compliments they got on their photo or what kind of reaction. And do they get they likes and right. thumbs up and whatever? And then right. you get upset if there aren't enough likes right. or look how many likes and look what the, it's like. Yes. But it, I think, insane. I don't think people are, I don't think they're. You know, and now there's the things where, like, the Facebook or whatever will show you photos that, like, it knows what day it is, right? And it says, a and year ago, here's here, yeah. I'm going to just push some photos out to you of your... So you'll get shown by Facebook or whatever past photos. But I don't think people are going right. back and looking. You know, in April, they're not saying... You know what? Thanksgiving, that was really fun. Let's sit down and look at the photos from Thanksgiving. That's not happening. This is what I'm saying. And also, I don't need to be like everybody, oh, I have that on my phone. Let me show you this photo. It's like... What's interesting to me is the... the, um, Particularly is the concert example because... Yes, you're going to have a video of them doing that song. But there will be tomorrow, though... I mean, look around you. Everybody's taking a video of it. And at least in, you know, nowadays... 20 of those videos are going to be up on YouTube by tomorrow morning. So, like, we, I feel like I, I could see where if it was a band I really liked, I would want to record it. But now I'm like, well, I can actually just relax and enjoy the live experience because I know somebody else. If nobody else was recording it, I would be interested to record it. But everybody else is recording it. Right. So why do I need to bother? Plus, the band is probably recording it and might release right. a professionally nowadays, made, well-sounding yeah, a video of it, but it, it's just, and especially when it's little, it's like little kids. Yeah. So, and it's like, it's this. There's no, like looking back, like photos that I have. There are three dozen, may in existence, maybe yeah. from birth to like age eight. Like, you know, I'm I'm a, many more I'm than a, that. I'm going to take a picture of this right now yeah. while we're talking about this. <laughs> but it, it is, this, it is this, this odd feeling that it's like, oh my gosh, like, oh, isn't this a cute photo? It's like, well, yeah, because they're cute kids and it's yes. like, it's a cute photo right. and fine. But the, the, this, this, what I think what mostly gets to me is the interrupting of any sort of flow of human interaction to document it. And then, so then it becomes, well, the documenting is actually now part of that human flow. And it's very, you lose your track, you lose any sense of, of, you know, that kind of, you know, the relationship between, you know, amongst humans. I think, yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, I'm a person who has sort of historically been a documenter. Like when I would go on trips with people, like I'm the, before everybody had a phone, like I was the one who would bring a camera 
and would take pictures of what was going on. But when you when and it I was, was film though, yeah, you were probably more judicious. Yes, right. You weren't taking sure. a billion photos, and even right. when it became digital, I wasn't taking a billion. And I, you know, I looked at them and I distributed them to people afterwards and stuff, so that it was sort of documented. Do I? I think. It, it, I don't know. I mean. Today, I guess it's, it, I mean, uh, the stuff is stored out there. And like I said, things like I think Facebook and stuff now will, will right. tell you what was happening or the last time you were in this place or on this date or whatever. But I think it, it's, it's, it seems like it's a little bit more nowadays about like documentation, but without the retention part. It's sort of like ephemeral documentation. It's like documentation and then so I can sort of, I don't know, breathe temporarily kind of like publicize it for a brief period of time and then it goes away right which leads me to my other question about this then are you losing the ability to remember things uh, am i personally yes i mean <laughs> just the general across senility. the board yes across <laughs> the board yes i you know i'm not that upset that i can't you know that you don't have to memorize phone numbers anymore right that's fine like whatever that's not that big a deal although you probably still remember like your childhood friends phone number right oh sure yeah. and certainly my how you know my phone number or you know the house i grew up in yeah. 50 years ago yeah, yeah absolutely um if you have the phone number and i have to think about this possibly i assume the area code would have been 312 illinois would have been 312 yeah. uh 945-2202 yeah um but even remembering things because you you don't have to Right. Remember, That's or you part of take it. in that yeah. kind of memory of something, which would be fine if that was being replaced. Okay, I have freed up that. Therefore, <laughs> I have enough now, like neurons to cure cancer. Right. But I don't think that's happening, and I'm not really sure. Are we? Lo- is it then become? Are we going to have generations of people who are just completely senile because the need? <laughs> And the ability to remember something becomes like a, you know, That's becomes your appendix. It's a vestigial uh, uh, organ in that sense. Right, because then you could ability. just go into the search bar and look for it. Right. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, that's an, I, don't, I don't know. That's an interesting idea. I think um, one of the things I think that, that maybe one of the elements that I think maybe gets missed is that... Um, you know, I think part of the mechanism of memory is the stitching of things together, right? So it's not just a bunch of isolated bits of information or right. or memories or whatever. It's the, it's how they fit together. And then because you, you think of one thing, and like, oh, yeah, that ties to this. And that's why I remember that person's name because I remember that place. And that was the place. And that was the year. And it had to be, you know, you can – and I think that helps you to um, – to recall stuff and to, to to tie things together, and I think that maybe if you're not really doing that stitching together in the moment and stuff, it might be harder to stitch some stuff together later. And it also comes and we've talked about this too, like the idea that oh, what movie was that person in? Let me look it up. It's like, well, no, 
that's right, I mean, let's try. It's what's well, like a muscle, right? right and then you, get, you exactly. don't. You well, don't, wait. Let me think about. Wait, it's this. He was also in right. blah and that thing and the name of this movie. Yep. And there are times, you know, yeah, it's not going to come to you, and then it comes to you at three in the morning, or it comes to you later in the conversation. Yep. Right. For sure. It's there. There's an element of that sort of uh, uh, whether the surprise that hey, I remember that, and <laughs> how it came about, like what triggers right. That memory I find somewhat fascinating, or someone will say something a certain thing, um, and I think that's disappearing as well. People are so quick to like, oh, let me grab sure. the phone and right. let me look this up, and then it's like, well, okay. The point really wasn't what's the answer. The point was the, right. the journey to get to yes, the answer. Right. Well, that's you're right about that, right? Yeah. That's for sure getting lost. Right. And but same with the, as well like as the, the wager over the bag of cameos. <laughs> having to go to like finding your copy of the 1978 Information Please Almanac yes. yeah. to look up the actual population of Idaho. Yeah. Uh, it 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 that's it's a point. But the 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 and I find myself. Especially the newness when when digital cameras digital cameras first came out and then it was on your and I sort of resisted using the phone yeah. for the camera. Well, they weren't that good for a while. Yeah, exactly until, until very part recently, of it. really. Exactly, and so would do it. And and because it was digital, you know, I I look at like photo albums of you know when when you actually printed photos. Sure. And uh, you know there'd be a you know. 150 photos of a two-week trip to Italy. Right. Now, you know, the last time I did is like, oh, there are 850 sure. photos because you just, you go nuts. Yes. And I've consciously, the last couple times as a result of that, because you also look right. through it once on your screen and you're done. Yep. Consciously, like, stop taking photos. Well, see, or very, yeah. very much... Fewer. I still take photos of windows where there's right. a lot of ham or salami hanging right. in the window, but or of people. I'll take yes. pictures of people in front of yes. you know at excuse me in, in front of something. But otherwise, like here's the thing. I, you yeah, know, I'll I, just look it up. Like if I really want well, a great photo true. of yes. Notre Dame, I'll just that part's true. I'll take because you can get because you can get photos of sites, buildings, vistas. That are going to be much better than what I can take, unless there's something unique about the one I'm taking. I won't. I won't really take pictures. Like if you're going to take right. a picture of the Eiffel Tower, like I got it. Yeah, it, right? precisely. So in that way, it sort of like saved me the trying to capture certain things because you know you can just find it on the web, and so you can just kind of focus on experiencing it. But I do think that um, one of the great things about the digital camera stuff is you used to have to. Because of the cost of film and processing and stuff, you'd have to be like, I'm going to take this photo and then I hope I got it because I'm oh. not going to take 20 photos of, which is the difference to me. So I feel like now you can get, you, you, you could take your 850 photos and then you could make a 40 photo slideshow of the trip. That's going to be great because you're going to pick the best that's photos true. and the most unique photos and that's going to be really, really good. And then I think the... Um, you know, so I think that's actually a great thing because I really think that one of the things, not that some people aren't good at photography because I think some people are. And definitely some people are not. But here's the thing. I think one of my, and this will, if there were people listening, this would upset certain people. But I think that one of the things that about professional photographers was just that 
they just took more photos than everybody else. And so they could, and they were willing, they either had the access to the processing or they're willing to incur the cost or someone was paying them to incur the cost. So they could shoot rolls of 36. And the realistically, the expectation was they would get one or two shots per roll that were usable. Absolutely. And nobody else, normal people in the world didn't shoot like that. You didn't go to Italy in those days and shoot, you would shoot, two to five rolls of film you didn't shoot right 30 to 50 rolls of film right which absolutely. is effectively right, what you're doing now and what a professional Correct. photographer would have done and they would have gotten 30 to 50 really really good photos now it's still possible to take 30 bad photos oh absolutely but the chances I, are I can do those. if you shoot enough you're going to get some good stuff um and so i think part of it is a numbers game and so I actually like the fact that you could, at no extra expense, shoot 30 times as many photos. Um, now, what you do with those, in, in whether you're actually ever looking at them or you're quote unquote, curating a sure a a you know an edited um, collection from that. Um, but I think it's I think it's actually really great that you can that you can shoot all that stuff and it's just uh, just shoot away and then you can go and back later a, and yeah absolutely although i still think the percentage of the actual from a percentage standpoint i mean i was always, always happy with what it was a 24 or 36 yeah. pictures in a right. roll if i got one that i thought was like oh that's a cool photo in each roll right oh that was great i still think it's the same percentage like one out of every 24 oh, I, agree. I agree it's just that you'll end up with 20 great right. photos instead of five right because you can you can just shoot more stuff i think you're right i think that's exactly right i'll buy that but you still but then what still happens off and there and 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 i appreciate we've traveled together and you've taken all the photos i was like oh this is great i don't have to (laughs) and you're gonna curate them and send me the 12 ones that 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 i i like um unless it's like some some i just find myself not just taking less photos and enjoying being yeah yeah in the place i mean that's the that's the thing that well that's the thing is like when we we go on a group trip or whatever okay if one person's willing to take on the role of taking the photos or maybe it changes on one day or another day but like you wouldn't have five people taking all those photos all the time. That part is where it starts to get weird to me. It's like, you're all here. We can all just share the photos later. Why are we taking... Unless you wanted to take pictures of something totally different, you want to point that way and I'm pointing this way. Like right. When, when, when people take... There's a group of people together and they're all taking f- tons of photos of the same thing. That to me, I'm like... Well, why is everybody doing this? Right. It's the same thing at the concert. Why is everybody filming with or without you? Like, there's there's gonna there's seventy thousand people in the stadium. I, I could put my phone down, and, and just, I could get a video right. later of it. And I could buy the record. Well, all which stuff. is also a better recording. That I truly like the you know. Uh, right. Uh, well, that's the other thing is someone's yeah. going to be closer than me at the show, and they're going to have snuck in a more pro thing, and they're going to have like right. a sweet microphone. So like. They're going to get a better thing than me. So it yeah. actually doesn't, it's just, you know, if you just look at it kind of practically speaking, like it's not worth my time to take this video when I can just of course. do no effort and, and access one better one. Correct. And obviously with that, we're also totally discounting. It's the, hey, 
everybody i was at oh, sure. this show and that that's yeah. all that's a whole nother that's a whole nother kettle of it's fish. not a small piece of it no but it is just so for you youngsters out there just put put the camera down right or get just someone a else bit, to take the picture get some, or just bring your own documentarian uh you know and it's just it i just found it it, it was really sort of frustrating how it just makes you then you're not present you're well, documenting yeah i think one of the problems the when everybody's doing that is that yes. then who's really what are you documenting there's nobody's actually in the thing you're right. all just kind of like having this hovering experience around the thing you're not actually right doing the thing you sit around the Thanksgiving table, you set it up on the timer, you do, the person runs in, you take the photo of everybody who was there, right. done. Here um, we are. Right. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. For you youngsters out there. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I think that makes it time for the uh, the philosophical question of the oh, show. I'm interested. You'll throw in the music, right? It's. I think it's playing right now. Uh, well, it's sort of a, uh, you know, a kind of a nice segue to this question, I think, from the conversation. Would you, well, maybe not. <laughs> I'll <laughs> Would, be the judge. Yeah, exactly. Would you choose to live in a computer simulation if it will make you a lot happier? Okay. If it will make me a lot happier. Will it make me happier? So we're presuming that it will make me happier. Yes. By definition, I'm going to be happier. Yes. Mm, that's a good question. This is a good complicated question because I think... I also some, don't think we're that far away from it just right. based on the picture taking yes, stuff. Yes, right. Yeah. I mean, part of it is... Yes, right? Well, like if you can construct your life in such a way that you're going to be happier and it's you know not hurting anybody else, then... Why wouldn't you? But if I can Bill Clinton this a little bit, like parsing the um, the idea of happier. I mean, that's a if that means like you don't have any sadness or you don't have any. I don't know. Like, I mean, that's a complicated yeah. thing to try to. I think even to define for ourselves, right? Like what really, like, do you know, do you, you, I mean, I think people know when they feel happy and you kind of know what happiness when you see it, but I think to know what the, and this is sort of a different thing than what you're talking about. So we'll come back to your thing. But I think it's like the, to know what the recipe is for that and the ingredients, I think is very elusive. Um, But if you, if the net effect was, Happier. What do you think it means to live in a computer simulation in this context? My first thought was the first thing you're eliminating is contact with other human beings. Oh. Direct, like physical contact with other human beings. That one's hard right? for me to, to, uh, to think because I guess to me, right, which, you said which, if it would make you happier, which I get. But like, to way, me, when that I'm would, on I, the CTA bus, yes, I'm, I, yeah. yes, I will be happier in a computer simulation. Yeah, I mean... This is like the whole, right, the self-driving cars, I'll be happier. Yes, but I think exactly. The, exactly. But I think to me, it's hard to accept the premise that it would make me happier not to like have human contact. That, to right. Me. But if, you, so I guess in the context of the question, um, I'm going to say my short answer is probably yes, but I 
I think the premise is tough for me to get my head around. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's sort of like, well, I mean, I think it's more than just sitting on the couch and putting on the VR goggles goggles, that you are much more in like, I guess, like a Tron situation. Now now, now I'm back in. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've got my attention. Right. I mean, it is kind of the, the, the sort of West world. Right. Where everyone's kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, sort of a, a two-dimensional robot yeah i guess but then it becomes i mean it's an interesting it's an interesting question mm-hmm. i found it interesting in that in what's happening with virtual reality which by the way of course the leader in vr technology porn sure this is what i still it doesn't matter it always comes down to like the internet the social media everything it's like what's the driving force where's the technology mm-hmm. where's the money being made <clears throat> porn and gambling those are the two and gam- yeah it's exactly right <clears throat> uh and just that kind of as as artificial intelligence starts to take over and because we're taking pictures of everything and interrupting everything and in our phones so much that i just gotta know, check something yeah no problem yeah take your time um Dora, I've been texting the, this entire show. Yeah. Uh, that I don't think we're as far away from that, sadly. As, oh, I think as you're right. we might be, and so I think we're I was, part way in it. Yeah, yeah, and so it was very interesting, and we talked about our Thanksgiving experiences. Dealing again, if you're a member of my family, t- turn this off now. Uh, that this idea, everyone kind of in their phones. And the only times that I found myself like really enjoying the time was the one-on-one contact where we could sit for an hour and a half to yeah. at a meal and chit chat. And no right. one looked at their phone. No one was interrupted. You had, you were forced to, well, not forced to, but that the actual physical <laughs> real environment was what was stimulating you. Yeah. And so I concluded after, so I was thinking about this. It's like, okay, well, you could set up, going back to the question, sort of the, the, the computer reality where, you know, it's just filled with just stuff you love. Um, and it just I kind of, after sort of experience, like how that's going to be, it just seems, at least now, so sterile, mm-hmm. I guess, that I don't think you can. I don't know that you can achieve happiness, but then I think, well, of course you can. It's just a different right. kind I mean, of happiness. Yeah, right. That's a good point. I mean, it's also there's the kind of thing where like, right, food tastes better if, you've, if you're a little bit hungry, right? If you're satisfied completely all the time, right? I think that levels things off in a way that, that, actually doesn't make for the greatest happiness precisely right precisely and it's just it's so to be able to manipulate a situation so completely you're always i don't think you i I don't know if you you it becomes like myth of sisyphus yes in the sense that you're at the top yeah. Like, oh, okay, so now there is no journey. There is no struggle for that. There is no goal of achieving anything because it's like it's it's just thrown right there for you. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna I say no. That... I would choose uh I would choose not to. Yeah, I, I think I guess my thing is that I don't 
I don't necessarily think it would make me happier. I would do really? it if I could eat a corned beef sandwich every day and there would have no physical, you know, uh, uh, ramifications. Right. If I could <laughs> eat four boxes of snow caps a day <laughs> and just it's, drink root beer and like that would be. What's the, uh, it's the Albert Brooks movie. Do you like, are you an Albert Brooks? You probably, I like I'm that you, you like him. Albert. Yes, I love Albert Brooks. I know. Brooks. I like <laughs> hearing about some of the stuff from you. I don't think I can actually and I can't, I can't, I can never remember the name of his movie. Oh, let me look it up. No. And where he goes to. Defending your life. Thank you. That's the uh, only one I, I that's the, the only one I know. Fortunately, that was the one I okay. was looking for. Thank you so much. Which I think um, I saw in the theater with you. Oh, that could be. That was a while ago. Uh, with, uh, with Meryl Streep. Oh. Who, by the way, I just did a, I was at an event where I was interviewed by John Candy's daughter. Really? My co-star yes. in Uncle and Uncle Buck. Yes, exactly yeah. right. And I told her I was like, I'm a big fan of your dad's. And I said, with I every time I see Meryl Streep, the first thing I think is John Candy on Farm Film Report saying, She's real pretty in a funny sort of way. Every single time. And and uh Jen Candy. Um if you're listening, a shout out to you as well. Nice. But uh, depending on so the, of course that the 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 appealing part of you know the afterlife as depicted in that movie is you can eat anything you want and you you know you never gain a pound. It's like oh well that just got now know, that's that, yeah now, now that's a real part. Hold on a second. Yeah, now you're talking about something. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, um, that's not nothing. And that may be a good place to stop. Is that about it? Yeah, well, you got a little bit more. Uh, um, uh, you I can, have. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You Please, can email no. us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. And we did get an email. What? Did you see this? Are you are looking at the uh, at the email machine? I have an email machine, but I don't think I didn't definitely did not see one oh, come in. Oh yeah. Really? We got fan mail was what? the uh, subject. No. A little shout out. I did respond on our behalf. Okay. Uh, to Susie Harvey. Thank you so much. <laughs> do you know a Susie Harvey, by the way? You do. I had a hunch this was going to be. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? That's I'm going to pretend that uh, you don't know who this okay, is. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, and so Susie, from <clears throat> the bottom of my heart, mm -hmm. thank you so much for uh, for the fan mail. Listen, that's nice of her to send mail it is. Is there an actual? At least tell me there is an actual person that you know who is Susie Harvey. I do. Yeah. Okay. That's Susanna, all. Do I know Susie Harvey? Susanna Yasmin Harvey. You have met her. Yes, you do know her. Okay. We'll we'll talk, we'll about, talk about that about off it. the air. But thank we don't you want so to reveal much. too much about her. No, not at all. Identity this is on the public airwaves. Yeah. Uh, and you can follow us on the Twitter and Instagram mm -hmm. at Nick and Dugs. I believe we're up to twelve followers. On which thing? On the Twitter. Right. Might be on the I Instagram. I think it's two on Instagram. Is it two on Instagram? I, it could be four. And it could be you and me. I think it fine. is. That's, yeah. why I'm, that's, why, that's why I went with two. That's not bad. Oh, someone <clears> just... Uh, I was with someone like a couple hours before this and uh, telling him about the podcast, and he subscribed right there in front of me. So wow. I think we've doubled our subscription We're really base. punching up the numbers. Okay, oh, that's yeah. great. So we can talk to our uh, you know, uh, uh, advertisers, <clears> and we can, we can yeah, sure. much higher billing rates. Yeah, we're going to go hold those guys up. Uh, do you have anything to plug before we uh, before we wrap this up? I 
don't think I <clears throat> anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's My brother's right. movie is on uh, the interweb now. Yes, uh, you can watch Hot Dogs the movie online. Uh, you, the link. Oh yeah, we gotta have the hat on the show. Yeah, we Maybe always should have a guest we'll at some that. point, yeah. or we could, or this could be like you know, it's that Jimmy right. Kimmel. Yes, right. Oh, we'll get him on the show anytime. Yeah. Uh, if you go to hotdogs.com, there's a link okay. right there. I think I, if you go to hotdogsthemovie.com, hot it's on there. I don't, yes. The last time I looked, but that was a while ago. It may not have been updated. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It might not be updated. But you can find it. But it's on the WTTW, it's your window to the world, mm. uh, website as well. It's an hour, four minutes, yeah. I think. Well worth watching. Yeah. Were you going to say something else? Uh, yeah. I'm just going to mark, just as, in terms of documenting, um, we had an episode a couple weeks ago. Well, no, we didn't have an episode no. a couple weeks ago. We had a couple of months ago. <laughs> sure. Right? A previous episode. Um, which I think that a previous episode, right, which was named after my Aunt Franny, who died yesterday. No. Sadly, yes. A hundred so, and? Three years old. One hundred and three. I'm not laughing. What what'd she die of? Right. Yeah. Um, oh, my condolences yeah, to Aunt you. Franny. Whoa. Yeah. Did she go? Was it uh, quickly? You yeah, hope? I after one hundred and three years, late, you hope if you're going to go, go fast. Sad for her. I'm sad for me. Exactly. Um, she, she won. She, I mean, I don't know how you do it better than that. To live that long, to to raise your family, to see grandkids, great grandkids, to do the whole thing, to, to see be in unbelievable changes be, in the right, world, and to be beloved and to love and to um, be in terrific health and terrific shape for a hundred years and then wrap it up like you wish that upon everybody right i don't know what else you could i don't know how you could do it any better than that so it's you know it's not a a tragedy or anything like that it's it's more but it's a uh it's a bummer for for me and for other people here like a special lady and to that like the world got like a little dimmer in that area Oh, yesterday. well, if, but, if, if she's can, can listen to this on the next plane, uh, yes. then, you know, congratulations. I, I think that's mostly what it is, is this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's that right, and eating suckers. whatever you want. It's, it's, it's those two want. things. Right. It's the, what's the 72 virgins, and but you have to listen to this show. That's the only entertainment you get. Yeah. Um, well, well, a yeah. moment for Anne Frank. Yeah, that's, right, exactly. Uh, wow, 103, and then, yeah, if for just... If, go go as quickly and painlessly and right up to the end there with your with able to you, you know to to your all your bodily functions Listen, still somewhat in control we, fantastic right like two months ago we were at uh uh tadino's pizza in edgewater she's drinking beer eating pizza <laughs> like we're hanging out laughing telling stories i mean that's awesome that's pretty great that's unbelievably great yeah pretty yeah. awesome lady yeah. pretty that's awesome it. lady that's it. So remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Until next time. Goodbye.
too. And rock and roll music by you know who. Sixty 